You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's the Score North Twin Show. Oh, we were opportunistic. We strung a little bit together, did a good job with that. Um, and then didn't, uh, oh, and, you know, we bring these bullpen guys in. I mean, Moran and uh, Belazovic and uh, Lopi and, you know, Jax goes out there going three in a row to, to save the game for us. And um, as a whole, uh, I mean, super impressive. The, the last couple innings offensively were just great. I mean, we're facing excellent relievers um, who are making pretty good pitches on us. Welcome in here to the Scorner Twin Show. We said, you know, Judd's, Judd's got the sunscreen ready. He's got his camp. Look at the button-up training no. camp shirt. No, today's press conference day. It's easy today. I'm just going to go li- listen to Quasi. Well, but you clear, you're classing it up. You clearly well, yeah, have a button-up because I'm going to be out there. Cotton shirt underneath the polo, though? Is that a breathable Dude, you're going to be... You're going to be kind of hot. This? Like, yeah. Walk into the, no, no. The, you didn't the, want the Zolgad chest here saying hi to Kevin O'Connell? First of all, it's only a press conference. So there's no outdoors, and it's supposed to be inside. Oh. So I'll be nice and comfortable, okay. and I do like the cotton okay. shirt. Okay. 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 So what we, but we said, let's try and we got we got to talk to the Twins fans, the Twins people out there, because they're the hottest team in baseball. So we're going to try and just do like a 20-minute Scorner Twin show here. We'll do more throughout the week. The Twins are blasting off right now, boys. They have won eight of their last ten games uh, of all the teams in baseball. That is the best ten-game record. I believe they have the best record since the All-Star break as well. And uh, you've got some bats that are heating up. So maybe this is a good time for Judd to apologize to Max Kepler. I don't know. Like It's it's up oh. to you, Judd, if you uh, want to finally acknowledge that Max Kepler is... Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, there's the magic, magic number, number countdown. countdown. 58, 58 games. games. Yes. I love this graphic. 58 <laughs> games. Congratulations. Oh, best would, graphics in the business. As I tweeted last night when you tried to get said apology before, first of all, I will take a bow because Sports Dad's tough love, again, works. And second of all, as I put, pointed out, Alex Kirilov has made a world of difference. Max Kepler heating up when Alex Kirilov, who, shockingly, who suggested that that guy should play every single day? Oh, yeah, it was this show. Um, and... At the end of the day, too, here's the nice thing. Kepler's value is increasing. Do you think they have the stones to trade a hot Max Kepler? No. Like trade him at his peak? Or would they say, oh, thank well, God he's finally you know hot. Now we can you ride know this what? the rest of the year. You bring up a very interesting question because I do agree with Dex. No, I don't think that they have the intestinal fortitude to make said trade. But, you know, if you want to get something at the deadline, I think you could make an argument that if you take it off the roster – that's probably a more palatable and actually more um, attractive thing for the team that might make a trade with you than trying to trade a slappy 12th prospect who's not who's in the midst of, of a poor year. And then you also don't deplete the system. Yeah. And I think Kepler's contract's a team option, too. It's not a player option. So that if he continues to play well, that team can totally exercise into that option yeah. for another year of control. I mean, what the hell, right? Look at you guys. This is great. This but is they like won't do a it. great sales pitch here. We should record hey. this and send it to the 
the offices at uh, One Twins Way. I think we should let, let's mix in some feedback here, and then we'll do an immaculate grid. We like to be inclusive here of uh, the audience interaction on the Scorner Twin Show. We are a show of the people here, the Scorner Twin oh, what's Show. What's happened? So let's start with. Ryan Schmoll. And by the way, if you guys could give the Scorner Twin Show, which is back after a two-year hiatus, a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts and click the subscribe button and the like button on the Scorner YouTube channel. Help us grow this thing. And may I point out, too, that if you look at at it, forget the All-Star break, the relaunch, the rebirth of the Scorner Twin Show, which, by the way, had many episodes during very good seasons, has coincided with the team getting red hot. I mean, maybe, maybe we are the good luck charm. The banner, maybe folks. we are. Look at the banner. We are there the ones is. who. That's again, fifty-eight games. Twins magic number, fifty-eight <laughs> games. Ryan Schmoll chimes in. This is why general managers don't listen to fans and blow the team up after every single time things aren't going well. Judd would dismantle the team five times a year if he ran the Twins. I would have fired Rocco. I'll tell you that right now. I I would have fired Rocco. I'm no. I'm the one who said, "Look, there are players I I would have traded, but for all these, we'll just trade Buxton, folks. He can't be traded. You, you know, Correa, no trade clauses. But yes, at at the deadline or at the All Star break, I would have fired Baldelli. Now I am convinced that there was some type of something happened here. Like things have changed. And I don't know if it was a thing with the players or it was with Rocco. And and in fairness, too, to Rocco, Rocco might have gone to his bosses and said, you guys are crazy. What are you doing? Like something has changed in in the, the fact that they now, at least in four of the games since the All-Star break, Phil, have stacked, and I love this, Julian Kirilov-Kepler. And it's worked out well. They never did that before. So they definitely have made adjustments and my biggest I think my biggest gripe about this team from a structure standpoint and how it's run is there's a very much a stubbornness at times where it's like you got to change this and they're like no we don't so I do give them credit for that. Yeah. And uh and actually this brings us to our next comment here from Mega 77 Chavez. Here's the problem. It took two months for management to figure out Julian, Kirloff, and Lewis, when healthy, are not platoon players. Even casual fans could see that. And I get that, you know, you, in a perfect world, you, and by the way, look at Judd frozen here on the Score on Twin Show. It's it's not so a, you can still hear him if we pop him off, right? You can, yes. We can. That's not can flattering, okay. by the way. Yeah. Uh, eh. Okay. We can still hear Judd, so we're fine. So... I think this is the conundrum. It's that a lot of times when you're making the jump from the minor leagues to the major leagues, even if you were good against both righties and lefties as a hitter in the minor leagues, it might take some time to adjust to like-handed pitching, which is like Kirloff is going through some of that. So you're trying to figure out how much time do we give these guys to become complete hitters when we're trying to win a division. But you can't, you can't just not give those guys a chance. Yeah. Like Kirloff, for Kirloff to be a complete hitter, for his career, he has to face left-handed pitching, mm-hmm. and and the same is for Julian. So, and Royce Lewis, whenever he comes back in like two or three weeks. So, I mean, I would just keep running them out there. I would empower them. I think there's a human element here too, where you want those guys to know they're all like in their mid twenties. You guys are the future of this team. You yeah. are the core hitters. You guys are the on-base machines. So get out there, figure it out. You should have enough of a cushion here in your division, a bad division, where. They can take some lumps, but you need those guys to be complete hitters development-wise. Yeah, kind of, you want those guys to have as many chances, obviously, as you possibly can, and then 
it's like no coincidence at this point, and it's not a hot take. I told Judd this yesterday. Their best hitters right now are Alex Kirloff and Edward Julian. It's not close. Yes. Like those are their two best hitters. And they're I know Kirloff's not a rookie anymore, but he has finally graduated from the prospect list. He's graduated from a handful at bats over the last two years. Now he's playing every day, and he's your most important hitter. Delivers an incredibly clutch hit yesterday. And Julian, who wasn't necessarily a top one hundred prospect and wasn't wasn't a like a prospect that was well known like Kirloff or like a Buxton, et cetera. He has now stepped up, and it just it kind of reminds you, right? Of and we always like to do like hist- revisionist history. Kind of reminds you of the old twenty, you know, two thousand two club that came up with all these other guys that were all in homegrown players that basically helped save that team, st- stop them from being contracted. And you're giving all those kids the opportunities. You're not just handing out at bats to random dudes anymore. And you need that. You need your internal guys to obviously be uh, basically your best players, which they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I'm back here. I think he's for now. Back. I'm back. I'm hashtag back, and we'll this see how great, long. It's been a great weekend of tech problems for you. It's Judd, been a terrible like I'm I'm in a Kepler like slump. I might be traded. I don't know what's going to happen. So the one thing that I think has become really intriguing about this whole whole thing is though is that this spurt of baseball, which which I also will say this, it's a definite different feeling. Uh, the lineup is now creating opportunities. It's not this. Oh, if we don't hit, hit a home run, we're screwed. There's a resiliency about this team through the way that they're playing, and also I think the way that they're trying to construct themselves that we definitely didn't see in the 45 and 46 first half. This is creating a juicy discussion, health provided, so I will say that as a caveat, a juicy discussion about the playoff roster and what you do. Because the more we see, if the Twins play like this, they're going to win the Central. They're, yeah. they're, it's not, the it, division sucks, so they're going I to win I think I'm it. ready. So, I might be ready to call it. I, Dude, the, they get two two more against Seattle. Once you split those, if, yeah. you, if you if you sweep it, Kansas even better. City. And then you get Dude, Kansas City's ownership group just sent. It was like a one thousand word. We're sorry for being terrible, but we also need your support for a new stadium. Yes, downtown letter Kansas City. to the fans. They're trying to get out. They're trying. Kansas to get City out. is apologizing for how bad they are, and you get them for three games this weekend. Like you, you're probably going to have a six or seven game lead at the trade deadline. And Cleveland's not trying to get Cleveland might sell pieces off. Yep. Bieber just went on the 60 day DL. Like it's I'm not prepared to call it yet, but I will say if, if the twins can beat the teams and that's what they're do, doing now. I told Dex this on the show on uh, Monday, Phil, you know what my thing is? Don't embarrass yourself. Like don't win the division, a game under 500. Don't embarrass yourself. This is not no. embarrassing. Like I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. Getting swept in the first round would be getting, would well, be embarrassing. embarrassing right. But I mean, lo- didn't they lose three or four at home to Detroit at one point? So like they have lost to bad teams right now. They're doing a very good job against bad teams. I do not consider Seattle to be a bad team. I consider Seattle to be very much on a parallel with the twins. But all of that being said, Again, here's the really easy decision that they're going to make difficult, though. Playoff roster and playoff lineup, okay? If the playoffs started today and Lewis and Royce, Lewis and Polanco were back and Buxton was fine, I don't think Byron Buxton starts. Because I don't think in good conscience, yeah. in, in a playoff game, which you know can be decided by the tiniest of mistakes, I don't think you can responsibly start Julian at second base if Polanco's there. And Royce Lewis deserves to play third. And Byron Buxton deserves to sit. I also think, as I freeze again, I give up. I also think, I will end with this. I'm just, look at that look on my face. Um, the last thing is this. I'll do it. 
Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo, in my opinion, and they won't do this, but they should, should not be on the playoff roster to start. Uh-uh. But isn't it kind of tempting off the bench? Hey, we need to. I got bucks to swing for the fences. Well, but but he's a, but one's a righty, one's a lefty. Yeah, we need a three-run tank right now, and we're desperate. Yeah, that, it's tempting. That Joey Gallo gives I you. I got a better chain. players. I got better players than I'd, one of those two. I think should be left off the playoff. Roster. I want both those guys on on the bench. Those are those are perfect options off the bench for a seventh inning bomb when you need one. Like they literally all they do, all their hits are home runs. Right, but I have better players. Yeah. I don't need Nick Punto to slap a button See, down I the need, third baseline. I, want, I need someone to put the ball in the seats. I want to win the game before I need to hit a, a home run light. I keep one of those guys up, but the other one I reward a young player who deserves it. Well, Walner, but, but so Walner would be that guy, but he needs to yeah. continue to produce here, right? Like if if Walner or now Larnick's back up for at least a minute. Because he he replaced Buxton on paternity, so you you've got a bunch of guys who could m- maybe fill that sort of left-handed. We need a left-handed bat to put a ball in the front row at Yankee mm-hmm. Stadium or something, right? I love how we're already doing this on July twenty-fifth. Yeah, the, the, like two two weeks ago, this show was ready to tear the whole thing down because they were under five hundred. But this, I will say, this is exactly what they had to do coming out of the break. Yeah. Yep. And you're, even, you're the easiest schedule in baseball. Go rip it in half, right? Even to to you know call the election, if you will, call the division. So of the four easiest schedules in baseball, it's the White Sox, Twins, Royals, and Tigers. But the Guardians are actually they have the tenth hardest schedule. They still have to play the Dodgers three times. They have to play the Blue Jays three times. They have to play the Astros three times. They have to play the Rays six times. So believe it or not, the Cleveland actually had most of their majority easy games already. They actually have a tougher path. Now I can't call it yet. To get though. there, I'm I not ready to call I it. I can't call it yet. But I have Come a foot Judd. in the water. No, I have Come a on, foot Judd. in the water. I can't call it. I can't call it yet. In fact, I think calling it would be irresponsible. To I made. Call it. Call I made it. this magic oh, hey, number countdown coming graphic that we will use on every twin show. On so Valley I'm ready Sports there. North, okay. we root for the Twins like you wouldn't believe and call the division <laughs> way too early. Can't uh, do it. Real, real quick here, uh, I just want to give you guys a little Edward Julian stat porn. I don't care. I mean, the second base thing is definitely, hmm. it's a, it's kind of a problem. But that dude's bat needs to be in the lineup yes. every single day of the rest of the season. Yep. So over the last 15 games, going back like a week before the All-Star break, he's batting 455 with a 547 on-base percentage, five home runs in the 15 games for a 1,400 OPS He's also drawn nine walks to 13 strikeouts, which is great. You want to be trying to balance that out, right? Mm -hmm. For his career. So he has played professional baseball across now almost 200 major league plate appearances, over 1,000 minor league plate appearances, 500 collegiate uh, SEC, by the way. He played at Auburn, plate appearances. And then 212, we're going to call other like fall and summer league situations. The lowest on base percentage he has produced at any level is 393. He is a freaking machine. And there's been, I think the optimism, if you're a Twins fan, is there's been examples of guys who you knew that they could get on base or hit for power. Corey Kosky, Justin Morneau, you know, corner infield type guys. And maybe that's where he transitions at some point. I don't know. But you can teach a guy how to field historically in this organization. Uh, better than he is right now. So, oh yeah, but look at like, great. dude, he's 
every level. This is not a fluke. Yes. What you're seeing is not like a Lou Ford weird, you know, two-month hot stretch here. Could he cool off a little bit? Absolutely. But does he continually get on base at a ridiculous clip at every level of baseball for the last six years? Yes. And it's so much fun to watch. You are now willing to play two guys in Julian and Kirilov on a regular basis who both in the future could win batting titles. That's yeah, what I want. It's not, it's not far-fetched. That, that's what I want. Um, and there's some power there, here. too, Phil. Noah Welch chimes in here via the Score North YouTube channel. Ryan Jeffers is having a career season. Mm-hmm. He's really proved to us he's a warrior defensively and can provide some clutch hits. Great overall catcher. I looked this up. So he is second among all catchers in on-base percentage of the season. Just a sneaky, sneaky good on-base guy for the Twins this year. Throwing guys out, too. Uh, uh, caught stealing his rate's pretty good there, too. He's just, uh, yeah, he's blossoming into a really solid catcher. And to be honest, most catchers in MLB outside of, like, the first top three ones, if they can just get on base and or do they can provide a little bit of pop. And right now, Jeffers is actually developing into legitimately. If, I mean, if you took those numbers he's been hitting, put him out through 162 games, that's one of the best catchers in baseball, basically. Yeah. Uh, Cody J says Declan must have watched Top Gun again. Yeah, I must have. Did. No, I had a, I had a birthday party on Saturday. It was a cowboy themed birthday party. Uh, one of my That's best it. friends, she really? turned thirty years old, and uh, she did a cowboy western theme. So I wore actually I feel I ordered a Adam another Adam Page Hangman shirt that said Cowboy Bleep on it. Yeah, it did not get here in time. So I had to wear my oh. my long sleeve anxious millennial cowboy shirt, which still was fine because actually it was a little cooler here in the Twin Cities on Saturday. Uh, but I did rock the mustache off board on Saturday, and I'm still rocking it today. We'll see how much longer, though, uh, I keep this. I don't know. Judd, will you uh, will you wear a mustache to Vikings training camp at some point? Uh, that will not be uh, transpiring. I'm sure some will because the, the stash is back. The stash, like, is, the stash back. is popular it's now back. after being out of vogue for a long time. But I don't think the one time that I grew the stash, Phil, back in when we did Movember, um, I look like somebody who should probably be incarcerated. You, <laughs> yeah, you did. You I looked I like... frightened myself. I wouldn't have stood at a bus stop by myself if I saw myself. So no, out on you the look stash. like those pr- those printed out pieces of paper with someone's picture. Yeah, that Chris Hansen telephone poles. In Chris the Hansen wouldn't leave my kitchen during that whole time. <laughs> I'm like, Chris, why are you here? Hello, why are you yeah, here? See, catch a predator. He'd always walk in. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen from uh, to catch from from NBC Daylight yep. NBC to catch a predator, and the guy the get like the guy would be wearing like a robe carrying some uh, like spritzers. It would like, start wine with coolers. the poor kid though, right? Like the girl would she'd o- open the door and the guy would come in with his wine spritzers and pizza, and she'd be like, "I I gotta run upstairs for a second. and then out of the like broom closet comes Chris Hansen. Hello. <laughs> It's like it wasn't. No, I no. I'm just here. I, I swear to God, it wasn't me. It's like uh, actually, we have a printout of the transcripts. Are you? Uh, I like 15 year olds uh, XOXO on AOL Instant Messenger. Is that you? I uh, actually yeah. saw a TikTok over the weekend on why that show got canceled. I didn't realize he did this. something creepy, right? No, it wasn't. It was because they huh. they got a uh, uh, like an assistant district attorney turned out to be the guy that, that they nabbed. And while they were shooting the entire thing, the guy killed himself. Oh. It never aired, obviously. But, like, they're oh. like, okay, we're done with this now. Okay. Oh. Okay. They're like, like making people. But but they're exposing people for being. I know, but I guess that's why they canceled the show. And they, they like, didn't, oh. like, cancel it with fanfare. They're just like, we're going to put this one aside for a while. 
What? Dark? I know. It's a TikTok. How do we now transition to Immaculate Grid without being I'm off the screen, so it doesn't really, I mean, I'm just. You'll see it, though. You'll be able to no, see it. No, I know, but this is, a, this is a tough day for the viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't see a can't sports see. dad here. I guess we'll just awkwardly transition to the Immaculate yep. Grid Challenge here, presented by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. Uh, so Summit Orthopedics, if you're dealing with any type of pain, just ankles, back, knees, whatever it is, no referrals are needed. They offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week. Learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. Dot com And Dex, a shout out to uh, the 3M Open this week, man. And you got some Justin Thomas is yeah, looking man. to get into the FedEx Cup. All sorts of big names that you may have seen uh, at the Open over the weekend are here in Minnesota this week. Yeah, I was actually at, at that birthday party. I was in Blaine on Saturday. And you had to have all the signs up. They're welcoming all the golfers. They're welcoming all the fans. Of course, Tony Finau is going to be in town to defend that title. You can go to 3Mopen.com slash tickets. Uh, nice little story that Judd pointed out. They're kind of turning whole eight team to like a waste management open situation. So it's actually gonna be pretty All cool. Right. So go park yourself there and go to three mopen slash tickets. All right, we got uh, a, a, a tic tac toe square of baseball here uh, for the YouTube audience. You can see it for the audience. We are looking for and five minutes on the clock a guardian who was a Blue Jay, a guardian who was a Brewer, and a guardian with a one hundred RBI season. We're looking for a Philly who was a Blue Jay, a Philly who was a Brewer, and a Philly who with a 100 RBI season. And then we're looking for a Blue Jay with a 200-hit season, a Brewer with a 200-hit season, and someone with a 200-hit season that also had 100 RBIs. Five minutes on the clock right now because Judd's got to go to training camp. Here we go. You got to go nine for nine. Where do you want to start? Well, that's uh, Car- I mean, CC Sabathia Joe is Carter. a guardian Brewer we could... Dude, Dex, I had a I had a a sixteen rarity score a couple Whoa. days ago. Oh man! Oh, when you yeah. had twin Twins, Cubs, and White Sox were all on the same yeah. grid. Oh yeah, I saw that over. one. Game over. Okay, uh, uh, Guardian, who was a Blue, Blue Jay, Jay Guardian, Joe Carter, R- Roberto Alomar. I think Joe Carter. I think Joe Carter's going to be Joe more Carter. rare, right? He played for the Indians back in what the nineties? Yeah, from the Cubs. He he was in the. Um, and are we good on this? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good. Right. He was in the um, Rick, uh, Rick Sutcliffe trade. Philly, who was a Blue Jay, Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland's a good one. Just Wait, went in the Hall Rowland of Fame. Went was what, mm-hmm. was he with the Phillies? He played for the Blue Jays for a minute. But did he play with the Phillies? Yeah, he played with the Phillies. Right, that's what he was known for. Yeah. Yeah, Phillies, uh, Cardinals. Scott Rowland. Okay. Yeah, four percent. Nice. Oh wow, that's surprisingly oh, low. Big time, dude. That's nice. Surprisingly Brewers. Philly, who was a Brewer, man? Eugene There's uh, Segura. Jeff Jenkins? Didn't Jeff Jenkins play for the Phillies for a minute? Didn't we use Jeff Jenkins for something else, too, a couple weeks ago? Probably. Was Jeff Jenkins Probably. a Diamondback, too? Let's let's knock out the easy ones here, by the way. We got three and a half minutes Gene left. Sec- Gene Secura is right, right? Yeah, Gene Secura. Yep, Gene's uh, J- J-E-A-N. Yep, there he is. Segura. There you go. That's good. 30%. Oh, wow. Okay. That's okay. He's Surprisingly high He's there. He's a player, that's why. Uh, Philly with 100 RBI season. Um, um, so many. Utley, Ryan Howard. Howard. Let's go yeah. back. Let's 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 show off here. How far back can we go? Cruck. Did Cruck get out in the RBI? That I, that I don't know. Probably, but that's a risk. Tommy. Yeah. So just does, does not, not for the Phillies. That's what I was gonna say. It has to be with the Phillies, right? Yeah, he yeah definitely drove it off, didn't he? He went to the Phillies Tommy? for three Dude, years. He was a DH. He was like a first base DH. I, I mean, wait, did Tommy really? go from 
the, he went he played first base. Cleveland the, to was that Philadelphia? Yeah, and then yeah, because he he was in mm-hmm. the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that because he may have been injured. So you okay. guys really okay. you're on your own with Jim Tomey. I'm also gun shy from the yeah. Bob you Feller are. Game. I mean, Ryan Howard's our safest bet, or Chase Utley. I mean, actually, okay. I don't know then just go. Howard. Then just go Ryan. Let's just go Ryan, Ryan Howard. Howard. Just fine. let's just yeah, let's just we get go. the nine for nine. Yeah, go. Okay. Uh, what was the percentage? Uh, Forty-one. Very high. Okay. Uh, Hundred RBI minutes. for Guardian. Ma- Manny Ramirez. So Ooh, yeah, there's so a ton. Jim Tomey probably Tomey would also work. Yeah. For that. We might, but we might need to use one of these for the. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, no, we don't because we're, well, we're good. Oh, we're good. Okay, all right. Danny, yeah. sure. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, he definitely had him. Fourteen yeah. percent. That's wow. That's surprising. All right. A, a two hundred hit Blue Jay Molitor, right? Paul Molitor, yeah, or, yeah. You're probably right there. Yep. Yep. Okay, a Brewer. A, a two hundred hit Brewer. I mean, uh, Robin Yount. Yep. Judd. Yep. Yount. Oh yeah. Robin Yount. Back in the day, thirty nine. Wow, hit. look at this man. We got two minutes right. left for this for, for the easiest let's, one. Okay, let's think of a. Possibly obscure one here. Oh boy! So you're gonna get. So we need two two hundred hits and a hundred a two hundred hit season and a hundred RBI season. You know, uh, you know, I don't think he got it. I was gonna say maybe Dozier, but I don't know if he Dude, got the, two hundred. Ooh, Dozier in like 2016 when he had like oh, 50 oh, bombs oh, oh, and oh, oh, was the leadoff hitter. And it can be different seasons, right? It can be yeah. so. It's just someone in their career that had. It doesn't have to be the same season, right? Or does uh, it? I think it does. I I think this would have to be the same. Two hundred hits and a hundred RBI in the same. I believe this yeah, has to also be also the, the same further season. back you go, the further back more you go, hits. the more obscure. So if we if we said like Ty Cobb, I, although he may have not had a hundred RBIs because he was more. Yeah, than I wouldn't. Fitter, right? And and Kirk, that was the dead ball Kirby? time too. You if you use Kirby again, maybe right. Well, that's the thing. I know yeah. Kirby has had both of these, but if did they happen in the same season? Probably right. Let's do it. Kirby? Kirby Puckett? Kirby. You guys Kirby, are good, good on Kirby Puckett. Kirby! Kirby Puckett, don't smoke it! Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Bang. Okay, we are at least immaculate. We're back. At least we're oh, back. 0.8 for Kirby. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That's we, went a, we went with a lot of known guys here. But this is surprising. Like, wow, dude. Oh, the I Brewers have only had four 200-hit season hitters? Wow. Seriously? Click on that. Click and let's here. see who. Uh, what? Braun. Molitor. Cecil Cooper. And, and uh, Cecil Cooper. Damn, I love Cecil Cooper. And Robin Young. Love wow, me some Cecil dude. Cooper. Hey, guys. We are immaculate today. All right. Beautiful work. We're going to send Judd off to Vikings training camp. Purple Daily is going to be loaded. Guessing we're going to have uh, multiple more Scorner Twin shows here in the next few days. We appreciate you guys. We just want the Twins to win a playoff game. That's our motto on this show. We're pumped that this show is back. We appreciate you guys supporting us. And we will see you next time on the Scorner Twin show.